0: Today there are two million descendants of French Canadian immigrants living in New England. These are our stories. Welcome to the French Canadian Legacy Podcast.
1: Venez, jeunes filles et garçons, je vais vous raconter l'histoire de notre immigration ici aux USA. De grands aventuriers de pays étrangers.
0: This week's episode, we have one of our very, very favorite guests coming back. Of course, we're talking about Patrick LaCroix, who now has a new job up at the University of Maine, Fort Kent, at the Acadian Archives up there. So we get a chance to talk to Patrick again, which is always fun. Yeah, Patrick's definitely one of our favorite guests, but we definitely got to hype his new book that's coming out. Two new sets possibles, une histoire politique des african 1874 a 1945. Terrific book. Obviously, it's in French. It is in French. It will be the first book I ever read in French. Mike and I are both very, very honored to be mentioned in the thank yous at the end of the book, which I thought was very, very, very cool. I definitely was excited to see that, but it's always interesting. I mean, you're if you know this podcast, you know Patrick Lacroix, you know that somebody's always got super interesting stories to tell. His blog, Queer in the Past, is amazing. So, uh, it's great to have him back on the podcast and also definitely want to mention that Patrick has an event coming up, a, a chat with the same crew that Mike, uh, Mike, uh, me and Melody had a chance to speak with early on, which was the group up at the University of Maine at Orono. Uh, so Zoom events like we had, Patrick's got one coming up. And again, if you know Patrick, you know, that's definitely going to be something you don't want to miss. That's like January 12th. So definitely suggest everybody check that out. But of course. A big episode coming up, Patrick, Dr. Patrick Lacroix. Now, for the bonus question, I was thinking that we had an interview in Mike's basement, and I'm thinking quite a bit about Mike's basement because I'd love to be able to record again in Mike's basement. Those obviously nobody else is seeing this, but I would do all my recording over Zoom now since COVID started. Right. Um, and we have a really cool recording studio that we set up there. And that we really haven't used since like I said, we haven't used since COVID started. We got a bunch of new equipment that we haven't been able to to use. So longing for Mike's basement, I started thinking, you know what, there are
1: tons of Legos in Mike's basement. (laughs) What are your thoughts on Legos? Legos were arguably, um, I hope I'm not doing any injustice to my family but the most important part of my childhood.
0: Really? Uh, okay.
1: <laughs> no, I say that jokingly. Uh, obviously, I will not obviously, but um, I had a, a very lovely upbringing, um, but it was Legos that kept me out of trouble. Really? Yes. Um, and more than, you know, um, oh, geez, what are they called? Hot Wheels. And more than (laughs) Nerf guns or anything else, it was really Legos that enabled me to express my creativity. And I think maybe at some point my parents or other people in the extended family thought that I'd become an engineer as a result.
0: Really? Um, That's awesome.
1: As it turns out, I don't have any technical skills. (laughs) So that was a big, that really nixed the whole engineering thing but i guess i'm i'm building in a different way now in a very very broader i got what you're saying (laughs) different form of creativity
0: did you do those giant castles and stuff like Mike has in his basement
1: oh i don't think i ever had anything that big um (laughs) and what my my parents would do often is um well maybe not often but you know they'd buy the giant buckets of like the hodgepodge buckets of sure (laughs) right pieces and there was just so much in there, like, that would enable me to just take it away. I did have the the actual kits with the instructions. and
0: Oh, yeah, you weren't following a plan.
1: Yeah, I did. But I, I also kind of, once I was done, like, it would take 20 minutes to assemble whatever was in the box. So then I'd play around and build my own little <laughs> villages and cars and stuff like that. So, yeah, a very, very wholesome part of, of my life. So if I, whenever I get something for my nephews, and now they're, they're almost too old but like I kind of pass it on to them and hopefully that keeps them out of trouble and, you know, gives their parents a little bit of a break.
0: That's awesome. So yeah, this is all new to me. I was never into the Legos thing, but I think Mike's basement is pretty good evidence that you are never too old for Legos. So.
1: No, I love that. What's keeping (laughs) you out of, um, out of trouble as a kid.
0: I played a lot of sports, honestly. Um, It's kind of what I did after school every single day, like either just through the On the street, go to street hockey just in the neighborhood or baseball, the other football in the neighborhood, that kind of thing. You just really did after school.
1: Now our fathers look at us and sigh with despair. To think that everything they love we simply do not share. But the spirit never dies, our culture will survive. Each of us must choose how much to keep alive. Each of us must choose how much to keep alive. Special thanks
0: to Josie Vashon for providing the music. You can find more about her at josievashon.com. This podcast was produced and edited by Mike Campbell. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at fclpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at FCL Podcast for more information about the topics discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this episode.